Are you tired of being tired? That triple espresso just not slapping the way that it used to? When you pull into home, are you trying to figure out how you need to muster your energy to connect to your little ones, play with them, put them to bed, cook dinner, and then take care of yourself and figure out a way to do whatever it is that you need to, maybe journal, do that meditation, whatever it is that it may be. This episode is for you if you're struggling with any of those things. As my name is Dr. Jamal Frewster, and welcome to Soul Coffee, the podcast for healthcare professionals looking to fill their cups up, increase your energy, and bring your presence to where it really, really matters. I've coached, taken care of hundreds of healthcare professionals throughout the last several years, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, back to a place of adaptability, and just learning how to figure it all out and what that looks for your life. My mission is to help those in healthcare live a more present, more powerful life, as we have a lot of intention. I think we have a lot of focus. and I think we're some of the most potent and powerful people in the world, but there's a lot of demand. So my mission is to help you live your life how it is that you want. And this episode is tailored to helping you manage your fatigue management as I've had some great conversation over the last pretty much 48 hours, really, on a concept that I think is really, really potent. And it's based around the idea of mental periodization. What does that even mean? Well, I come from an exercise science background, and one thing that we would implement when it came to creating programs of resistance training for athletes was the concept of periodization, which two components, shout out to Dr. Jason Melnick and shout out to Dr. Sean Walsh. It was meant to craft an athlete's performance and be able to minimize injuries while being able to maximize their ability to also just show up and do all the things that they want to do. A part of that is that, well, when it comes to championships, when it comes to conference times, you know, you're not going for your one rep max of squat, of deadlift, as that's just incongruent, because then you're going to show up in a different way and in a different space that you need to on the field of play, and that's going to impact your performance. Why is that important? And why is that relevant to healthcare professionals? I like to think that healthcare professionals are mental athletes. And I think that we're mental athletes from the time we make a decision to be a healthcare professional, oftentimes graduate programs, undergrad programs from nursing, being a physician, being an MD, you're going to be competing. And it's not that you're pushing each other, like literally, or jostling for position physically, you're jostling for position into the program, which requires focus and requires you to be able to allocate your resources in a way where you can get into the program. That's a whole nother episode and the effects and the impact of that. But I think that it's beautiful in this sense that you've been preparing for your whole life to get to this moment right now. And there is a high physical, there's a high mental, there's a high emotional, and there's a high spiritual demand in some way, shape, or form. And I think that people are in different levels and layers of it. So in this moment, I want you to take note of if you kind of you know you're nodding your head, like, oh, okay, this is making starting to make sense. I want you to write down out of those four domains of life, which is taking the biggest toll? Which is taking the biggest toll? Is it that you're working back-to-back -back 12 to 15-hour shifts, four or five days at a time, 20 days at a time? Is it that mentally you just, you're not in sync with your team, with the culture that's being put out with the values that's being put out in your program. And, you know, is that creating some fatigue? Is that creating some resistance within you emotionally? Are you just exhausted and depleted? 
tired of being able to or trying to hold space for all your practice members, all your space, or if you're a manager, you know, is it a lot to hold space for your employees and your teams that you're managing as well too, or spiritually, are you just getting things kicked in right now? And is it very, very hard? Which of these is taking the most amount of time and energy? Because here's the thing, you're not meant to push your one rep max every single week. There's a buildup into it, sometimes over a micro cycle, of course, that's just about a week, a meso cycle, which can be about four weeks or about a month, which is in coherence and alignment with a macro cycle, which can be a whole season or a few months at a time. Things are supposed to undulate or things are supposed to build up. There's a structure to it in some way, shape or form. And when it comes to these physical, mental, emotional demands, I want you to think of that as, you know, your quote unquote, your one rep max, because you can't just keep giving, giving, giving your 100%, which would be your one rep max every day, every shift for an extended amount of time. There needs to, because stay with me, if you are training for your one rep max, you know, you might train more of a strength component, which is typically anywhere from like three to six reps or two to six reps, or you might be going for more hypertrophic or muscle growth, which can be anywhere from roughly eight to 12 reps, or maybe it's, you know, muscular, muscular endurance, which is 12 to 20 reps. Your level and amount of rest in between the sets will vary based upon the level of intensity because the heavier it is, ideally the more rest that you have. So that way your creatine phosphate systems can recuperate, your body can reorganize itself, and you can actually hit things as you need to so you can keep training in the zone that you need to. When it comes to managing your fatigue, you got to have an idea of, you know, what, it is, what is it that you even want and where are you right now? Awareness, step one. Where are you right now? What is the high demand on your life right now? Where you at? And what's the gap in where you actually want to be? And if you don't know where to even begin with that, you can just start. Where you at? Scale of one to ten. 10 being, I'm full of energy, life is amazing, I'm present, I'm powerful, I feel delicious, I feel juicy, my conversations are great, uh, my nervous system is regulated, and I'm not chasing something outside of myself, a dopamine hit, whether it be sex, weed, alcohol, nicotine, TV, likes, comments, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever our vices are, quote unquote for my people who can't see the video right now. Because I think the number one sign, based upon my conversation with Dr. Jordan Bonham and some of my, my fellow chiropractors at the Source Chiropractic Tucson, the number one sign that you have a dysregulated nervous system is the constant need for dopamine. And or your inability to be present or your inability to focus. The number one sign that you have a dysregulated nervous system is the constant need for dopamine and or the inability to be present and focus in your life. Focus on what? What you want and what actually matters to you. Because here's the thing too. Once more, periodization was implemented in order to increase and maximize performance and decrease the rate of injury. And a lot of folk emotionally, mentally, not just physically and spiritually, are injuring themselves right now. Burnout. Literally, moral injury, practicing in a way that is out of alignment with your integrity and your values. That's how you compromise your form. I talk about a sexy 
sexy form when it comes to back squat or when it comes to deadlift you got to make sure your form is right especially if you're pushing big weight and baby there's big weight on these shoulders i know that you know that because i know that you feel that and you're out here trying to sprint with a barbell on your back that's loaded that's going to predispose you if not you're not already there you're on your way too if you haven't stopped to consider your form and your values so when it comes to what are your values what's most important to you family you know why are you doing this why'd you get into this service symbiosis is that something that's important to you because as you're getting your reps in day after day after day hour after hour there's a high demand and if you don't choose to rest which it's a choice. Yeah, I get it. There's a high demand. But you get to determine how you show up in that place. They're paying you. They need you. There's an exodus going on right now. That's why there's so many travel nurses that are being booked and pulled in all these different hospitals. Like the hospitals need you. And a part of my mission is to be able to help shift the culture within, not just let the system run the culture. Because there are, it is important as a unit, whether you're the nurse, whether you're the CNO, whether uh, you're the manager, whether you're the CEO of the whole space, it's important to foster a culture of collaboration and community because that's what's going to bring us back into, into a parasympathetic or ventral vagal or relaxed physiology. Because in the relaxed physiology is where we can recuperate, even if it's just connecting slowing down. Yes. Breathing. Yes. Getting sun on your face. Yes. Moving your body. I think the, a part of the burden and a part of the charge, a part of the, a part of the blessing, man, a part of the blessing as healthcare professionals with an awareness of the neurology or an awareness of the status of our nervous systems, we have a very strong mirror that's right the fuck in front of us straight up. Are we regulating our nervous systems? Are we taking care of ourselves? Are we giving good space and listening to our bodies, listening to our neurology, listening to those needs? Are we aware of our needs? I think it was uh, Dr. Nicole, the holistic psychologist said, to know one's needs is to love oneself. To know one's needs is to love oneself. And a lot of folk are walking around like, I don't even know my needs. Bet you out here trying to take care of everybody else though, right? That's got to change. No, it's not easy. I get it. It's why a part of the system's self-perpetuating in the maladaptive neuroplastic ways that it is. But it is our responsibility to take care of ourselves. So part one of this very potent conversation that I'm excited to bring on Dr. Jordan Bonham, one of my great friends and mentors, and chop it up deeper about this the next few weeks is being able to understand what's your quote unquote your championship what's your goal what's your ideal what's your vision what is it that you're working towards and when it comes to reevaluating how close or how you've progressed reflection is a big part of that so are you and how are you creating the times to reflect and slow to increase your context to lean into your community and to maximize your choice, those three C's, components to wellness, anchored, Deb Dana. These are three ways and strategies that you can get back into a parasympathetic space as long and as much as we can for, baby. Because, man, when you are in that dysregulated nervous system, you are going to breach your integrity. It's not a matter of when 
or excuse me, it's not a matter of shit. It's not a matter of how it's, it's just, when is it going to be? And how is it going to be two questions or how has it already? And how frequently are you out of integrity? Cause I'll end on this real spiel. I had a great conversation with a lovely soul who is a resident over at the U of A and a lot of healthcare professionals are out of integrity in their relationship. I had a good conversation uh, with my friend, Marianne, who's a nurse. A lot of people in the hospitals are so dysregulated, just trying to feel or just trying to not feel disassociated from their bodies. Out here having sex with other folk that they're in a relationship with, with. And it's not that polyamorous, you know, spiel that's available to them. But for whatever reason, they're showing up out of integrity. That's just in the relationship. So how is that showing up when you talk to yourself with your agreements with yourself, with your values with yourself? With what's so important, quit yourself. It's a great time to take a look in the mirror because there's going to be so many sick people. It's only getting worse. And we don't need any more sick healthcare professionals. So I want you to reflect on a few things. Here we go. Where am I at? What do I want? What has the highest demand currently on my life? What is my ideal? What is my championship? What's the gap? What's the quality of my environment and my community? How am I slowing down or creating space for myself to connect to myself? That part. And if you're not, you know, when will it be enough? When's the line? What are my values, aka your form? And I think a bunch of those questions kind of dictate or quantify what's the weight of that bar right now? That bar, picture a squat bar. Physical, mental, emotional, spiritual demand. And then how are you showing up right now? And this is where you want to be. And are you the one writing this prescription for yourself? Prescription for what? Prescription for life, baby. Mental periodization. Once more, shout out to Dr. Jason Melnick, Dr. Sean Walsh, to my professors at CCSU, go Blue Devils, for introducing this concept to me. And then Jordan Bonham for bringing in great conversation of polyvagal theory, understanding ventral vagal parasympathetic neurology. Because once more, it's not easy. But I pray that this life is worth it and that you are exactly where you need to be. Quick, quick fun fact and side note. Any people, healthcare professionals in Tucson that want to link up, I'd love to meet up. love to talk about this episode. If y'all got the space, I'm probably going to be at the Campbell, or excuse me, at the Campbell at Starbucks near our Northwest Medical Center. Was that over on, I believe, Oracle at noon? I'll be there noon next Monday. Monday the... Please hold. Monday the 30th. And any of my people that may not be in, be in Tucson, please shoot me a message on how this really hits. The feedback's been delicious. It's been lovely. It's been fantastic. And as a generator, it's my love language, y'all. It's how I know I'm getting better. It's how I know I'm uh, able to produce something powerful and potent for y'all. I'd love to chop it up about this. So shoot me a message with how it resonates, what you're chewing on. I'll probably put something in the Spotify polls as well, too. But I really, really feel really great about this concept and there's more that's coming with it. And, you know, if I can layer into anything, please, 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 you let me know. Uh, in the meantime, may you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, may you feel nourished. And if I can be of any support at all to you, we got some good community events coming November 1st, November 8th uh, at the Source Tucson, November 4th, the first Healing Essentials, Spanish, Espanol, baby. Me voy a hablar con Dr. Eddie Orji. So I'm super, super excited. In the meantime, have a beautiful rest of the day. Share this with a friend. I love you. Peace.